What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Chord Chronicles. <laughs> Did you miss us? I missed us. It's been a while. We had some issues. Well, we had some issues. I mean, I always have issues, you know. <laughs> but we had equipment issues, actually. But hopefully we've solved that and everything's back up and running. But it's been a crazy couple weeks. We've missed recording episodes, but we haven't missed listening to albums. And we actually debated on how we were going to handle, you know, because we didn't want to not talk about the albums, at least give them stars, you know, because there's some good content that, that we did miss out on recording. But um, we just decided we're going to go ahead. I'm going to turn it over to you, Amy, and you can go ahead and talk about the albums that we didn't get to record. And one other thing, though. This week's a different kind of week. We're not going to have solo segments because the solo segments that we missed and the solo segments from this week are all going to be on an episode later this week. As long as we <laughs> don't have a fingers. failure. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to turn it over to you, though, and you can talk about the good albums that we missed getting to talk about with all these folks. All so. right. Well... The albums that we would have had for episode 18 um, are Leon Russell, and the album is Leon Russell and the Shelter People, and then we had The Rascals, Peaceful World, and I'm just going to give our combined score rating. I'm not going to give what we each rated each one. Leon Russell, we gave four stars, and The Rascals, we gave a combined score of three and a half stars. Then last week, right? Last week? All my days run together. <laughs> last week, I think, would yeah, have been episode 19. We had the Carpenters' self-titled album. I'm not sure why it was self-titled, because it's not their first. It's not even the first that we've rated. But anyway, their self-titled album. And then we had Tom Jones. Tom Jones sings She's a Lady. Whoa, she's whoa, a lady. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. She's a lady. <laughs> I'm not apologetic for it at all. Yeah, those, I don't apologize those were both good nothing. albums. We yeah. both enjoyed both of those. We gave the Carpenters <laughs> yeah. a combined four and a quarter stars. And we gave Tom Jones four. But it was really catchy and fun. And really, all of the albums that we missed. We would recommend that you check them out. Yeah, there wasn't a bad album. The Rascals album for me was a little weaker than the previous album that we have listened to by them. I don't have that title up in front of me right now. But I, I believe it was from 71. I believe it was from earlier this year. Maybe at the very beginning of this year. Or maybe at the end of last year. But it's, you know, I don't feel like this album... You know, there was very much time in between this album and the one before it. So maybe they were just trying to hurry and get stuff out. But I don't know. I didn't I didn't really like this one as much. But the other albums, The Carpenters, it's a strong recommendation. There's already songs that you're going to yeah. recognize on there. And, I mean, the funny thing about that that I wanted to just highlight real fast. Um, there's a song on there. Yeah, it's Saturday oh, it morning. Saturday morning. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Saturday morning. And then there's another one on there, but they're the wrecking crew. 
is actually responsible for the for the music on those songs, which there is a documentary that I wanted to highlight that's about the Wrecking Crew. I think it's just called Wrecking Crew, and it's on YouTube. It just randomly came on right at like my YouTube when I was listening, like a little bit later on after I'd been listening to the Carpenters, and they <laughs> talked about that. So I thought that was pretty cool. The Wrecking Crew was involved Everything. in oh, 130, yeah, like 130 different albums, I believe, is what they said, 138 maybe. I may, I may be off on that, but it was a lot, you know. So, yeah, definitely check out that and check out The Carpenters, or I think it's just The Carpenters. It's not The Carpenters. I think it's just Carpenters. And The Tom Jones was really good. It's more than just... That's the song, She's a Lady, which is great anyway, but but Tom Jones actually impressed me. I went into it thinking <laughs> it was going to be just that song, but there's there's more to it. Um, I, yeah, I actually became a, a fan. I was already a fan, but it was just more of a, like a fun thing because of you know, that song and like kind of the uh, cheesy, <laughs> you know, the cheesy, glitzy, it's not Vegas unusual. kind of thing, almost. You can't see me, but I'm doing the car. Oh, dance. I love it. You know, I love some of his stuff like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, but I was really impressed by the other stuff because he's really soulful. It's blue eyed soul, some of that stuff, and it's really good. And I mean, he he's not a crooner, but in in some ways, Tom Joe's been pretty impressive. So, but this week <laughs> we have some big albums at least a couple really big albums to talk about one album totally unknown but a pleasant surprise but i'm just gonna get right into it i don't have my notes up so i'm hoping (laughs) that i have the correct release date and the album we're, we're talking about came out may the 17th of 1971 which as of recording would be today so that's just the the date that I have in front of me. But the album is, it's Paul and Linda McCartney, Ram. I was already familiar with a couple of the songs. Really familiar with, with one of the songs on this album. We've, we've already listened to McCartney, reviewed it. It was, it was good. You know, I'm beetled out in a way. Obviously, I always groan and moan about it. Um, McCartney was really good, though. And honestly, I feel like it was it was it was almost refreshing him getting away from the group and being able to do some of his own stuff. Well, this album is a continuation of that, but it's better. This is the Beatles solo, you know, the when the people went away, the the solo work that I was looking for, in my opinion. This is what I was looking for, especially since this is still if I'm not mistaken, recorded at his home studio with help from his wife, of course. Most of this and other people, I'm not going to get through the, you know, go through the list of um, musicians and, and help that's on here, the production and everything. I mean, the Wikipedia page on this is actually pretty extensive. You know, like the personnel is, it's not that big, but it's, it's kind of funny. Like there's people playing flugelhorn. That's something you don't see every day. But like I said, this is this is the album that I was looking for from Paul. There's three singles. 
one of them. Uh, that's the song that I was so familiar with. As soon as it hit, I was like, oh, yeah. And that's Uncle Albert and then Admiral Halsey, which is like a medley, I guess you'd call it. I just always thought it was one song. I never really even knew. Like, I, it just flows right into it, to each other. So, I don't know. I love that song. That might, that's right there is one of my favorite Beatles songs. You know, in any, like, any, any of the, the Beatles involvement. That's one of my favorite. It's just because it's fun. And Paul's singing on it's great. I like, I don't know. I just always was drawn to it. One of the other singles, I didn't know. It's the backseat of my car. <laughs> I didn't know that one. And the other single, whoo, okay. It's risky. It's tongue-in-cheek. It's kind of dirty, but it's called Eat at Home. All I'm going to say is happy wife, happy life. And we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> but Paul was being a little bit cheeky there. The... One song, I mean, there's other songs that I'm familiar with, like Too Many People. I had already heard that song before. It it actually starts the album, and I believe John Lennon thought that was a slight against him in some ways. And maybe it was, but John Lennon was kind of a butthead. So, I don't know, I kind of side with Paul on this one. Both of them are great artists, but Paul seems to be a better person. But anyway... The one song on here that really, <laughs> it really surprised me, and I wish I could hear more of this from Paul, would be Monkberry Moon Delight. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're going <laughs> to use the expletive shit. Like, he, I didn't know he had it in him. I did not know that Paul McCartney had that in him. This is rock and roll. This is like bluesy rock and roll. This is Rolling Stones. I mean funky kind of like i don't know it, it does not sound like anything else that i've heard from paul mccartney but i mean most of the things that paul mccartney does is good he's that talented i mean he's a composer <laughs> he's a composer that just that plays lots of instruments too and that and sings so he just kind of he kind of does it all one man band but i didn't expect that because a lot of his stuff is you know the more ballady or heartfelt and good but it's never i've never heard him do something i mean first off the title monkberry moon delight it sounds like an acid trip like the beatles you know maybe it's something he came up with like there's no there's not like uh, like a lot of the songs on this wikipedia page there are actual like pages you can link to so there's pages in of themselves but the song monkberry moon delight doesn't have its own page but i'd like to hear if he has more stuff like that, I'd really like to hear it. But, I mean, you, you know, you're a lot bigger Beatles fan than I am. You know more about this album, I'm sure, than I do. And I'm probably not doing it justice. I just, I like the album. I like, I don't think there's any thing that's really filler. Honestly, most of it's good. The song Dear Boy, great song. Recognize that one right off the bat. I mean, it's just great. This album's great. But I'm not going to give it stars yet. I'm going to turn it over to you. And, you know, what well, did you, you think Well, you already about know. It? I am a huge Paul McCartney fan. You know, I, I don't want to gush too much, but I think he is just incredibly talented and really seems to be 
a pretty good person too. But yeah, he is amazing. And I did like this album as well. I was familiar with the title of the album, but I had never actually listened to this album. So it was still a new one for me. I did know, and I love, um, like you said, Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey. That is just such a good song. If you don't recognize it by the title, it's the one that, you know, hands across the water, hands across the sky. If that sounds familiar to you, it's that song. Very catchy. Very good. Dear Boy, I also thought was very catchy. It reminded me of his work with the Beatles. Um, Heart of the Country did as well. Those two sounded like they could have been Beatles songs. And that's not surprising because he was one of the main songwriters for the Beatles. So, makes sense. Monkberry Moon Delight. Yeah, I like that one. It is sort of similar to some of his later work. We will get to more you know, eventually where he does a little more of the rock side of things. Some of my favorite work from Paul McCartney. Because it is surprising, but it's really good. He's really good at it, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> it's just yeah. nasty. Like, ooh. Yeah. Like, man, the guitar work in it as well. It's great. So, yeah, definitely, of any song on this album, I would say check that one out. I mean, there's you're going to check out Uncle Albert, <laughs> Admiral Halsey. You're going to hear probably hear yeah. too many people because it's the first song on the album, unless you just skip, you know. And, you know, like, Ram On, like, Ram, it's okay. It's kind of a, you know, the point, it's it's him, him, it's him and Linda McCartney. They love each other. Okay, that's fine. It's not a filler track. I don't consider it that, but... I probably would, I don't want to say I'd skip it, but it's it's probably one of my least favorite on the album. Because there's, maybe the other stuff just is so good around it. Maybe that's the, the point, you know, maybe that's the problem with it. It's not, yeah. a, per, it's not a perfect album. Yeah. Would be, I, my, would be my point, you know. So don't, you know, don't, I'm, I'm not gushing like, but I'm not a huge Beatles fan. So for me, it's close to perfect. I wish I could give it <laughs> those three quarters, I, you know. You know, I I am already a, a huge Paul McCartney fan, but in a way that makes me even more critical because I know how good he is. I don't think that this is as good as some of his later stuff, and I don't think it's quite as good as some of the earlier stuff he did with the Beatles. I do think it's better than his previous solo album, though, and I do think that you can definitely see some of his brilliance throughout this album. It really shows his range. You know, not all the songs are the same. You know, one of them might be very different from the one that's before it and still different from the one that's after it. Monkberry Mood Delight is just one example of that. He He's not just a one-trick pony. He's got a lot of different things in him. So I appreciate that it shows that range. But that's all I have other than my score, so I'll pass it back to you. Yeah, I like the range, but I don't like the focus in some ways. You know what I mean? Like the the Monk Mary Moon Delight, I love it, but I wish there were there was at least one other song in that style, because it's just like, okay, well that where'd that come from? <laughs> you know, why don't you put a little bit more of that on there? 
But other than that, you know, that's just like a a backhanded kind of you know, criticism or anything. He's gonna it's keep not, you wanting more. This is a good album. Don't get me wrong. You know, but like I said, I want this to be a, a like I, if we gave three quarters and everything like that, that's what it would be. But like I said, this is not a perfect album for me, and I'm sure you don't feel like that is as well. For me, this is four and a half stars. I also gave it four and a half. I, for me, I think it's like a light four and a half. You know, so more like four and a quarter for me, but it is better than four. You know, it's probably better than four and a quarter. It's more like four and a third, but we don't do that. So, four and a half. Yeah, see, and for me, it was more like four and three quarter, but yeah, four and a half. It's a good one. So, yeah, uh, definitely, I recommend everyone check out Ram by Paul and McCartney if you haven't heard it yet. I think it's probably listed as one of the top 20 albums, maybe 15 in some lists, of 1971. So, you know, we're hearing some of the, the yeah. best stuff right now. Because the next album, well, the next album I'm going to talk about, we're going to talk about, is... One of the biggest <laughs> of 1971. And bittersweet in some ways. We'll get into that later. But uh, this album came out May 21st, 1971. And this is Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Who doesn't know that song? Come on. The original, though, is a little different than what I remembered. Because there's some talking at the beginning and I don't remember that as much I think it was I don't know probably did, cut out of the radio when it started like yeah that, that's probably what it was I'm just used to hearing that that cut out so that did throw me off for a minute which obvious it's fine <laughs> that doesn't take away from it or anything uh, the last album what that we had by him was it super hits or, did, or but I don't think we did greatest hits, so that was the last album that he has listed. This it came out. No, we I don't remember didn't what the Super title hits. was of the last one. But we but, did review, but it got five stars <laughs> for me anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was five stars, and it was the beginning of Chord Chronicles. It was like the first episode, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, and I may be wrong. It's right around the beginning of the when we started this podcast, though. So it would have been around July <laughs> of last year. So probably, you know, almost a year ago. But anyway, that was that album. It's not, we didn't review Super Hits, but if Super Hits That's is probably going to be five stars as That's well. That's the one that we reviewed. Because if it's all, okay, yeah, okay. Well, what I mean, you know, if we if we reviewed a Marvin Gaye Greatest Hits, it's it, it needs to be five stars. There you go. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> so it's the Greatest Hits. And it's Marvin Gaye, you know, thing, end of, end of show. So we're not going to worry with stuff like that. Uh, this album, though, it's already, you know, you know, everyone has heard what's going on. That's, what is that? Marvin Gaye is probably his I biggest don't know. song. You've also got Let's Get It Most On well Sexual known. Healing. I know he's got so many. Yeah, I know he has so many. But, I mean, I don't know. People just hear it. It just instantly, oh goodness! Honestly, though, there there were four singles from this album. What's going on? 
one of my personal favorites, Mercy, Mercy Me, The Ecology. I love that song. When that song hit, because I didn't look at the track listing. I was just trying to listen through this the first time. Just through it, because I knew I was going to like it. It didn't matter what what songs were what, because I was going to listen to it again anyway. I was just trying to go for the, the overall vibe of the thing, because this is a concept album. I did read that as much when I started looking. So I was like, okay, well, I know we need to go ahead and just listen to the whole thing and not interrupt and try to stop to like see what track is what, just see what the message is supposed to be. But um, the other the other singles, though, Inner City Blues, this is, makes me want to holler. I already knew that song, too. And then the other one, Save the Children. It's a little syrupy. But, I mean, I get it. It, it. it He meant it. It was heartfelt. The whole concept of this album is coming together. It's, you know, what's going on? You know, why are we doing this? We need to come together and love one another like he's always preached. As I throw a remote at my cat. thought he was trying to mess with something. <laughs> I was trying to be quiet, but I couldn't. You <laughs> try to nice play to it him. off. Smoky. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, if I'm not mistaken, this is Marvin Gaye's last album. No. Is it not? No, he's got several more. Maybe not. Doesn't, On into okay. the 80s. I couldn't remember. Um, I couldn't remember. There's something else I was thinking, though. Something. To, this is his last big album, mm-hmm. though, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe not, though. No, we've got at least one more really big one, but I but won't anyway. spoil it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, uh, like I said, I was familiar with about half this album. And it, that's funny for, because it, with it being a concept album, typically the, the albums that we've listened to that were concept albums, one single, maybe two. But you're not easily going to pull four songs. That's how big a name that Marvin Gaye has and how much talent he has. But, there's not a lot that I can really say. I mean, people people know Marvin, who Marvin Gaye is. This doesn't go outside of his style, really, or anything like that, which is fine because he's, he's great at what he does. But I did like the overall concept of the album. I mean, you'd have to be a savage not to like coming together and loving one another and taking care of children. And I mean, I'm not religious, but God is love and you know, you do need to love one another. And he's already talking about everyone. You need to take care of the environment. So Marvin Gaye, ahead of his time. But, I mean, they're, like, I like the song Holy Moly. Or Holy, was it Holy Holy? Holy Holy. But it's spelt, uh, it's W-H-O-L-Y and then H-O-L-Y. So that's pretty, uh, pretty clever, actually. But, um... But anyway, there's not really much more that I can say, but it is funny that side one has six songs and side two only has three. So he, he saved the long-winded stuff for uh, <laughs> for side two. It's, it's not it's not a very long album. I will say that. We've heard, we've heard quite a bit longer albums lately, and this is only like 30 minutes long. So it's a, it's a short listen. So it's compact. He gets his message across. And I like it, but that's all I can really, really add other than giving stars. 
Okay. But I'm going to turn it over to you. I don't have a ton to add either, but I do have a few notes. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that this is going to get a really high score. We've already said it's Marvin Gaye. We both love him because he is just incredible. Um, And I don't really have to say anything about what's going on or Mercy, Mercy Me. Who doesn't love those songs? If you don't, I don't know. I you might be listening to the wrong podcast. You know, and Inner City Blues. I don't like it as well as those other two that I just mentioned, but I do like it. I think it's really good. It's just not as good as Mercy Mercy Me or What's Going On. It is sad to think that even now, fifty years later, a lot of the things mentioned in that song still haven't changed. <laughs> but it's just it's a really good song. If you don't know it, go listen to it for sure. The only other song in particular that I wanted to mention was What's Happening, Brother. I think it was track two, right after What's Going On. But it was, the music was similar to What's Going On, but the vocals reminded me a little bit of Stevie Wonder, actually. It was kind of like if, yeah, it was kind of like if Stevie covered What's Going On. (laughs) That's kind of what it sounded like to me. I appreciate the socially conscious message of the album. I really like that. Um, I I don't hate that it's the whole thing is sort of like a medley. One song feeds right into the next. I don't hate it, but there were some parts of that that bugged me because some of the songs, I think God is Love might have been one of them, but I could be wrong about that. But they just kind of stopped. And the next song started. So it felt a little bit unfinished. Just for a few of the tracks. So that bugged me a little bit. But well, they weren't all like that. You know, it's Marvin Gaye. He's super talented. I will mention he wrote or co-wrote every track on this album. You know, Obviously he's got an amazing voice. He's a great writer too. And... I do feel like we lost him way too soon, even though he still has a few years ahead of him at this point. You know, I am very grateful that we got songs like the ones on this album before he died. But that's really all I have other than my score. Well, the last album that we had by him was five stars. But unfortunately, I can't give this one five. It's close. It's so close. But I would be lying and wouldn't be doing it justice, or the podcast justice, if I gave it five. This for me is four and a half stars, but a strong four and a half. I like the concept of the album. You know, like I said, you'd have to be a savage not to want people to come together and to love one another and take care of kids and just try to make the world better. That's what he's talking about. You know, that's through love. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's four and a half stars. I agree with you. But what did you give I it? I gave it four and a half as well. It's very, very good. It's not quite five, because a couple of songs did feel unfinished, and a couple of them were a little too syrupy. But it is very good. It is close to five. Four and a half for both of us. So far, we agree. <laughs> 
Well, we only have one more album this week. And it's funny because we just talked about these two huge, you know, no well-known artists. And then we have this little band here. I don't have the actual date of uh, this album release. I believe it was May 21st right as well. Yes, May 21st. Okay. And self-titled album. The only album by this band, actually. I'm kind of sad about it. The band and album is Spring. <laughs> Side note, <laughs> not Spirit. <laughs> the reason I say that, because I started listening to this album, I liked it so much. Then I was like, well, this is nothing like the previous album from these guys. Because we listen to so much, guys, and I was tired, probably. You know, it's been a long week. And I've still been listening to everything, but I still listen to some of these things that we have previously listened to. Because, you know, I like them. We're not just doing this because just to do it, I, I really like this stuff. But I went back and I was like, this is not like the 12 Dreams of Dr. Sardonicus. This is nothing like it. And... um <laughs> uh, no, it's not, because that's Spirit, The Twelve Dreams of Dr. Sarcodonicus, which was a very good album. I think I may have given it four and a half stars. Be sure to check that out, guys. But no, this is Spring. Uh, this is a British, like the progressive rock. Would you say yeah, really progressive? But most of the songs are not as long as a lot of prog rock <laughs> bands, so yeah, they're a little different in that. No. One notable thing about this, I mean, I guess I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the Mellotron because it's it's in this this album. I mean, like three of the five members are credited with playing the Mellotron on this album. So uh, there are songs. Their songs were released for a second album, like that it were recorded. They, like so, they have more stuff out there that I'm gonna check out because it didn't come out until, you know later like almost you know not recently but within the past 10 years <laughs> we're never getting to that so i will be checking that out but i haven't yet this like i said is the only album from these guys and i'm really sad if anyone has a vinyl then be sure to let me know if you'd like to part with it you know because i'd like to have it um I'm going to go through the personnel because unknown band, you know. I like to highlight these guys. You have Pat Moran, vocals, and Mellotron. Ray Martinez, he plays six and twelve string guitars and Mellotron. Mm-hmm. Seeing a pattern. Kips Brown, piano, organ, and Mellotron. Adrian Bone Mahoney on bass, and I must say he's got some really good grooves throughout this album. And then finally, last but definitely not least, have you ever heard of a guy named Pick Withers? Not until I started researching this band. Ah, Pick Withers, uh, drums and glockenspiel. Pick Withers is the first drummer for Dire Straits. So, there you go. I did not know that until friend of the podcast, Rick Morgan gave me that little nugget because I have to give credit. <laughs> I asked him if he had heard of this band and he said, Oh yeah, that was uh 
you know, this is how musically, how much of a musical genius this guy is. Oh, yeah, that was uh, you know, the drummer from Dire Straits' first band. And I'm like, Shh, okay. And I went and checked it out. So, yes, that is true. So, Pick Withers, the drumming throughout this album does stand out. I will definitely say that. Um, a lot of these songs sound so familiar to me. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it sounds so similar to some of the other stuff we've heard. And it's good. It sta- it stands like sits like side by side with a lot of the stuff that that we've listened to, that that I've liked, and like like I thought I for sure I had heard the song "The Prisoner," eight by ten. I don't know where I've, I may have heard that before, and then the song "Grail," especially like the uh, the chorus in that song, like maybe that's been on radio airplay. I don't know, but there's a lot of these songs on this album. I, I, you know, normally we don't go track by track. I'm not really going to go track by track per se, but I do. I'm going to highlight the prisoner eight by 10 grail. And then boats is just like a little, it's a little in, interlude thing. Shipwreck sailor was really, or soldier <laughs> <laughs> just sounds shipwreck sailor. It's been a long day. I've been breaking big glass guys. Woo. But, and then, Golden Fleece. It's more of a prog type song. It's closer to seven minutes, but it's a good seven minutes, and it changes. It's it's not boring. There's not you know interludes of just nothingness. There's lots of of good instrumentation throughout here. I mean Ray Martinez. I don't I don't understand why he didn't become something a little bit bigger. The vocals aren't bad on this album. I don't know. I mean, these guys just, they went on to do other things. I mean, Pat Moran, he actually became went on to become a record producer. And he worked with, like, Lou Graham, Robert Plant, Iggy Pop, Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians. I mean, a lot of other artists. So, you know, maybe that's where his love was. It just didn't work out with these guys. And, you know, like we said, Pick Withers went on to... Play with Dire Straits, and that definitely worked out. But we won't be getting into that for a while. So I wonder what Pick did in the meantime after this album. This is all they have. So, and they're from Leicester. Leicester. Isn't that how you pronounce that? <laughs> Leicester. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm terrible with I'm terrible with with names over there. Like like because a lot of times like 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 Scotland, yeah. Edinburgh. No, looks like Edinburgh. Edinburgh. (laughs) Looks like Edinburgh. Looks like Edinburgh. We're from Kentucky, guys, so you have to be a little, you know, patient with us. (laughs) So, but anyway, there's not a whole lot more that I can I can say about this album other than I I really recommend it. It's on Spotify. It's hard to find. (laughs) You have to search spring, spring, or have to or or spring and then and then look for the artists. And the album is like red and yellow. I think I would have to. I'll probably will have this link to it. Some if anyone is actually interested, but you can get it on you know YouTube. It's on YouTube Music, and I keep seeing Deezer, whatever that is. I've never messed with Deezer, but it's a lot. Most of the stuff that we hear <laughs> is on Deezer. So if it's on, even if it's not on Spotify, it's on Deezer. Whatever Deezer is, I haven't had a chance to look at that. 
But like I said, there's not really much that that I can really, you know, add to it. There, the Wikipedia page is interesting, but I don't want to just read it about it, about you know, about the story from this band, how they really even got much of a break at all. So, but I'm just going to turn it over to you. You know, what did you think about it? You're not a huge prog fan, I know. So you probably liked it a little less than I did. But, you know, what yeah, did you think about it? Yeah, I just have it? a couple of notes. I was impressed when it first started. I thought they actually had a pretty good sound. And I didn't know what to expect. You know, totally unknown band. And like you said, it was hard to find. You, know, you try searching for somebody just named Spring. You get all sorts of things. I found Vivaldi before I found them. But you know, it started and I thought, oh, this is actually all right. I didn't care for the song Grail. You know, I know that's one that you mentioned. For me, it it's not that it was boring per se, because it did change throughout. And it wasn't super long. It was only... 6 minutes and 44 seconds, which is on the longish side, but really not that long compared to a lot of other songs. But it just felt like it lasted a week to me. So, I don't know why, it just... It wasn't that it was boring, but it wasn't super interesting either to me. So I didn't care for that one. I did like Shipwrecked Soldier. It's hard to say. <laughs> it's really hard to say, but I really liked the mm -hmm. percussion in that one. You know, it had that war drums feel to it, so I liked that one. In general, you know, it wasn't super catchy to me, but it wasn't bad. You know, and it was definitely better than... Maybe not better than I thought it was going to be, but I was afraid that it was going to be bad, and it is not bad. You know, it was better than I feared it would be. I think the reason this gets called progressive in a lot of ways, the drum work, it's not typical 4-4. I mean, he is kind of doing, he's going for it throughout the whole album, pretty much. Even the what I would consider the slower parts, maybe the ballad softer stuff. Pick Withers is going through playing, It's I don't think it's polyrhythms, but it's polyrhythm, polyrhythmic-like in a way. And, and like you said, in Shipwreck Soldier, he has that cadence, like the military drum type stuff going. He has that in uh, two or three other songs as well. He'll slip to that. But it ha it gets you want it makes you want to move, so that's, I think it's a little trick that he uses. But I don't know. I I really liked it. For me, like it's not five stars, obviously, but for me it was four and a half. Like I really liked it. I'm gonna bring what you down. You it? <laughs> it's my job as your little sister. No, um, I thought it was not quite boring. It had a good sound but not super catchy or super interesting to me. So I was sort of between three and three and a half, but I did give it three and a half. The production on it's stellar as well. I'm going to say that. 
like, like remind me of other bands. Like, I don't want to sit here and, and falsely name these other bands, but a couple of songs, almost Jethro Tull-like in some ways. And, I mean, like the song Grail that you, you don't like the boring part, where he talks about it's it's because I love you and stuff like that. Well, that's um, that almost reminds me of some of these softer Robert Plant-esque. Not as good, you know, me with Led Zeppelin, but it reminds me of that style, that part of it, because they did that a little bit in the previous album, so maybe they were influenced. I mean, British band, probably influenced by a lot of these, you know, Jethro Tull and Leonard, <laughs> you know, Led Zeppelin, almost said Leonard Skinner, maybe, but Led Zeppelin, and, you know, they're very similar to a lot of these other bands. They really are. I mean, they're progressive, and I don't know. I If you're a fan of progressive, I do recommend everyone check it out. But that's the last album that we have, and we're not doing solo segments this week, like we said. But I want to go ahead and close out this week a different way. Totally different, because I didn't mention at the start of the program this week, we don't talk about newer albums. We talk about 50-year-old albums. But this week, 20 years ago, probably my favorite album. My favorite band, definitely. Lateralis. The album Lateralis came out. That's a musical masterpiece. A numerical masterpiece in in a lot of ways as well. So... It's a it's a brilliant piece of work. It's not just music, guys. So if you haven't ever checked out Lateralis, don't check out that one first. Start at the beginning. Work yourself up to it. Because you, you have better to. tell them who it's by, I just in case it. they don't know. You have to have to get to the. <laughs> oh, look up Lateralis. It's only one band. Tool. But twenty years ago, guys, I couldn't believe it. So time flies when you're listening to all this good music. But I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, like we have been saying, if you haven't had your vaccination, try to go ahead and get that done. You've had your second shot and everything. You've got your full 5G. Guess what? I had my second shot as well. I'm not within that. I'm within that two weeks still. I'm fully protected. Of being safe. So, yep. Yeah, and you know what, though? I still... I'm still doing some masking, but at work we have to anyway, but I would anyway, just to be safe, because the people that aren't going to, you know, aren't going to mask and aren't going to vax or whatever, maybe they've convinced an older relative or something that they don't need to as well, and I don't want to be responsible for that, because it's not going to go away, because people are silly, but we're not going to get political, just be safe, guys. You know, try to get your vaccine. Try to still be safe. Just because these the sanctions or whatever have been lifted, it doesn't mean and everyone's just going to go crazy. So we'll just see how it goes. But just have a good week. Be nice to everyone. And listen to all this great music. And like I said, have a great week.